Hello and welcome to the episode, everyone. As we all all know, every every time we sit down, this this podcast is is called Buildings That Move. It doesn't change on a episodely basis. It's nope. always been called this. Always buildings always that will move. Be. Yeah. Uh, so we've got some buildings that move. Yep. To talk about, obviously, because yep. we all know that's what we do, week in, week out. Uh, let's flip a coin, see who goes first. Uh, ting! <laughs> Catch. Uh, heads for Cal, because yes. he's got a head. <laughs> Which is a fun fact for the listeners at home. Unlike You may not have known. Oh, yes, I am, in fact, just a neck stump. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, so, cool. So, so came up heads. Yes. Um, all right. So, uh, when I started my research for this, my my initial reaction was, uh, "Cool. Uh, I we need to. We haven't done enough trains. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at at some trains. <laughs> and I figured I'd start with our continent, like the you know the the, the biggest the biggest country that is yeah like that that could possibly have one of these." Uh, sorts of like luxury train lines and so i i've i've got some information about the india specific uh sorry the india pacific <laughs> god damn it <laughs> nah scrap it hang on, hang on. <laughs> we'll so you've got the episode again. information specifically about the indian <laughs> pacific that's uh, that's good to know nah stop like, it i'm doing the gun of... i'm doing the gun <laughs> You even said that's, that wrong that's the first much time. It. Ah, god damn it! I'm doing. <laughs> Stray's big. Stray's got trains that cuts it vertically and horizontally. The horizontal one's real long. It's called the India Pacific. It's it's a long boy. Costs a lot of money. <laughs> oh man, we're like what? Two minutes in, this has gone off the oh, rails already. Ah, oh, god! <laughs> <laughs> I probably beat the mic then. Yeah, genuinely got me a prick. <laughs> Ah <laughs> uh, man! Oh, wonderful! Um, you were bloody. That was always <clears throat> going to hit you. That one. You were tied on the track. Oh no! <laughs> Rubbing my hands in glee. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I was not expecting there to even still be a sort of luxury train trip industry. Really, like I was expecting it to be sort of very much on the way out. Um, but I, I was surprised to see that yeah the um, the the company that does these tours in Australia um, yeah is very much still kicking and you can still like, I, I don't think you can currently make bookings because of uh, the disease that shall not be named um, but um, but yeah it like you can you can definitely um, you can t- <laughs> yeah, if, if you if you want to in the next year or so you probably could book a trip between sydney <laughs> and perth which is just ridiculous to me and that's specifically where it goes that, <laughs> God damn it. um oh hang on. that's a pretty uh, long way that's like what's that by car <laughs> i wouldn't it God is damn. by car yeah that's 41 hours jeez i mean i think it's, it's Three three thousand nine hundred and thirty four kilometers. Well, so the the website here says that it's four four days and three nights, 
Um, so I think that's 50 something hours in total, but that's like with, um, stops in the major tourist cities and stuff along the way. And, um, yeah. And bits where they got to stop and refill like water and I assume diesel. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, if you, if you want to spend 50 something hours on a train, um, but there's, there's more boring ways to spend 50 hours on a train, I guess. <laughs> I mean, 50 hours waiting for a train. Uh, I mean, oh, oh, I reckon, oh, don't get me started. <laughs> there's bus replacements in like, uh, on the Sunbury line, like on my train line at the moment. And it's like, you had months of lockdown. Why didn't you fix the rails then? <laughs> what? Why do I now have to take a bus into the city like the first day I'm allowed to go back into the go go further into the city? That's a good question. <clears throat> I guess I don't know. What That's a, fucking dumb? A bunch of they pricks. Fixed it. <laughs> I'm sure there's anyway. some dumb thing of like they just couldn't have enough people together to work on the thing. Oh, I don't yeah, know. Something stupid. Anyway, but yeah, we've wandered off topic. We have. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, people should check out the. Uh, um, journeybeyondrail.com.au for information on uh, young uh, young hipsters uh, sniffing wine um, uh, brown things covered in green things and uh, <laughs> hang on, hang on. are you describing the photos or what information this website has? Uh, the photos uh, there's also okay. Okay. Uh, people wearing like burlesque yeah. outfits um, so if you're into that, go what for it. What kind of a train is this? <laughs> like carriage one is the wine sniffing, carriage three is the raunchy burlesque carriage. Yeah, and the the awkward thing is you have to go through the raunchy burlesque carriage to get to like the the PG rated kids carriage where there's like uh, <laughs> people in in scary animal suits uh, playing banjos and stuff. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Um, so I presume you you could sleep on this train as well. Like there's sleeping and dining carts, and it's very fancy, fancy. Yes, in the I I think it was the gold package that I saw a review of. There's like, um, you've got a nice like big comfy leather seat thing that then folds down into a single bed. Oh. Yeah, and there's um there's this like cupboards in the wall near your like because you got a full ensuite and everything. Um, and so you like you chuck your your towel back into like one of these cupboards in the wall, and then the cleaning staff don't have to come into your room to like get your towels, clean them, and replace them for the next day. Yeah, that's there's some, neat. There's some really cool like space saving um, things going on there, like nice like tiny home sort of foldable furniture and stuff going on. That's that's pretty fun. Yeah, oh, I yeah. guess on a train you don't have all that space, so you gotta yeah use exactly what you have best you can. Yeah, you've got to really sort of. Yeah, use that efficiently. Yeah, all right. Well, that's Cal's yep. first uh, building that moves, which is in fact a train that just has rooms. <laughs> yeah. Interesting interpretation of the brief. <laughs> that was your brief. This I mean, week. it was built. You can sleep in it. It moves. That's true. Yeah, no, it has all the things a building has, like a yep. toilet and a bedroom. Exactly. Fold out couch for yeah. a bed. You know, a burlesque room. Yes, and... <laughs> as most common houses have. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ah, that's, that's quite fascinating. All right. Uh, 
My first one is was featured on Gadget Man, which is Richard Aowardi's little TV show. Oh, little TV show. Um, and it was his house. It's his house of the future, which is I... a little three by four meter house that <laughs> has five rooms in one. This is a super cool little building. This is an ama- amazing little building. So you like walk in, and it's the the living room, and there's like a little um, a partition. It looks like like um, little wooden boxes. Yep. I'll put the um, video in the show notes so people can look at it. Mm. Um, and then there's like half a kitchen on the other side of that, and there's a like a, a wall and a little bit of a doorway. Basically, what happens is um, there's a little wheel, and you spin it. And this first wall will move across to reveal the kitchen, and then you turn it the other way, and the living room comes back. It's so. Yeah. So there's it's like two rooms, two moving walls. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was getting to the second wall. Sorry. And yes. then the second wall's at the back of the house, and when you move it forward, the kitchen disappears to reveal the laundry, the toilet, and the shower. The shower Jeez. is a full, regular-sized shower. Man, uh, th- this stuff is crazy because i i noticed because you sent me this video and i was like okay what's all this about i don't don't know what the context is and then yeah like the the sink that you'd wash your hands in in the toilet is like just high enough to sit like over the toilet as the wall as the wall that it's on moves in Mm. and like part of the laundry room wall like fits around the the bench and mm. the kitchen bench, and so it like it slides across, and if you I guess got anything on the bench, it like gets knocked off. But that <laughs> that wall that move also has the TV built into it, and you like press a button, and it it pops up and out. Nice. Like it, it rises from a little partition. Yeah. And that wall also doubles as the steps up into the two double beds hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, because when you, uh, like yeah, looking at a lot of these tiny homes, they have these like steps that have other things built into them like everything has to be sort of dual purpose but it's not Mm. very often that like because you sort of walk in and the steps are like you know in front of you like they're sort of off to one side but um they're not like part of the back wall or like really tucked away um because like yeah they're right in the middle of the room well and it's it's cool because um those like the beds that are suspended in the on the ceiling are on either side so like the the stairs have to go up the middle of the two, um, yeah, to, to get to either bed. So, like, it's it's a really interesting build for a tiny home. A lot of them sort of use this same, like, uh, more rectangular... Mm, and they serve us both. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah, they all just have the same sort of layout once you start looking at them. Like, there's only so many ways you can organise a sort of three-by-six space. Yeah, but I, I mean, I looked at a couple of other tiny home sort of things, and this one is a bit more interesting with the moving walls and not mm. just like, uh, it's the size of half a shipping container. Like, this is actually tiny. Mm. Yeah, because like this the is. The si- size of a regular bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, this is like a like, three, yeah, by four three by house. four house. Hmm. It's quite nuts. Mm. And in, another th- interesting brief on. Uh, interesting take on the brief with the the. The moving walls being the part that moves. I like it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was right under that one. <laughs> That's really cool. Uh, and I didn't know this show existed either. Yeah, no, he goes around and like looks at lots of different gadget things. Um, I think I've seen one or two other bits and pieces of it, but I can't recall what they were at all. 
I just remember that through this episode, they're pointing out things like the um, the the remote for the TV is also a cushion. Yeah. So you're not losing space there, and like all the speakers and stuff for the TV, or like portable speakers are all like really small, and like his razor blade is the size of a credit card. All these you know, <laughs> nifty space-saving things. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. They did... Oh, the, the knives, like, all sit inside each other. Oh, yeah, they're sort of like babushka dolls, but they're knives. Yeah. <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah, they do. They look very cool. I was, uh... I, I was... I saw the, the rubber duck that was a Bluetooth speaker and was a bit like, but that isn't really serving the purpose of a rubber duck, is it? <laughs> No, like, I don't no... think there's a bath. <laughs> there's no bath. It's just taking up space in the sink. And it's a and it's a speaker, so it must be heavy. Mm. Like it might be able to float, but I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my first one. Yeah. Tiny homes are just a super interesting phenomenon too, in general. Like, there's a lot of like problem solving stuff that has to go on to make them work. Hmm. They'd be fun to stay in for like a week or two, but I think after a while. Yeah, like I kind of when I look at them, I'm like, I, I like as I'm watching the video, I'm like, yeah, I could live there. But then the more I think about what I'd want in my tiny home, I'd want it to be bigger. <laughs> but even yeah, then, like a lot of the homes that people are building these days are just huge. Like I'm the house that I'm renting at the moment is something like ten meters long. Like, easily. In fact, I'm pretty sure that's an understatement. Like, it's just, it's a long boy. And all the rooms are sort of, you know, three and a half by three and a half. And and there's just big living spaces. And it's like, you really don't need that much space. No, no. And lots of new houses now, they take up the entire block as opposed to leaving some sort of backyard. Mm. Like, it's more about the house and the, the yard and stuff. And, like, they're just... There's some enormous ones going around. Yeah, like, I'd much rather have, like, a big deck and a little house sort of coming off of it and, and be able to, like, have a barbecue outside and, like, outdoor living spaces and stuff. Well, Cal, if you had this house of the future, <laughs> everywhere can be a deck. You cool. can have the biggest deck on your block because you're only taking up a teeny tiny space. <laughs> oh, shit, have you seen that man's dick? <laughs> it's huge. His dick is huge. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, sh- <laughs> shall we move thanks. on? <laughs> yes, yes, thanks for that, Kiwi Cal. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, I- I'm going to move on to one that... Oh, look, this is this is probably where I'm stretching the brief the most. <laughs> well, I mean, you picked the train, so this is going to be pushing it fairly. Well, okay, this is pushing it even further, because this building is designed not to move even when the earth is moving underneath it. I'm talking about uh, the Philippine Arena, which is the largest uh, indoor sports stadium and event hall in the world. Hang on, Cal. (laughs) You've picked a sports stadium, correct? Yeah, yeah. Which is is designed to not move. Well, so... For... An episode titled <laughs> Buildings That Move. Okay. I mean, I was, I'll give you a pass on the train one. I'll give you a pass on the train one. But now you've picked one that is in the exact opposite direction well, of what we were going for. Well, hang and on. this was your idea. H- hang on, hang on. That's what I keep coming back to. 
You shouldn't have struggled. This was your idea. Because oh, no, I, I wasn't struggling. I was trying to find like some interesting, like sort of quirky takes on this. And so the reason I've picked this. So your hang on, this, your quirky take was not the topic. Hang on, because the <laughs> the reason that I think this counts um, is because the entire stadium is like uh-huh. it, it's I can't remember. It's something like between. Uh, it, it's like 25 kilometers from a fault line. It is like on top of like a big center for like earthquakes and shit. It, like the, the Philippines yeah. themselves are just rife with earthquakes. There's probably having one right now. Um, and so they, uh, but they've still managed to build this stadium by making it earthquake proof. And to do that, they've got the whole thing balancing on these huge um, lead beams and rubber like padding things that keep it completely gyroscopically stable lead beams that's what it says anyway somewhere in this wikipedia page but so it's like something something relatively soft that can sort of like take take the force and warp and then get pushed back so it's kind of technically always moving well it yeah it you could every time you step in it it moves just a little bit um, All right, this counts. Can carry on. <laughs> but so, like, then when the Earth is shaking underneath it, it stays gyroscopically stable. So when there's like, it, it can survive some ridiculous earthquake level. Hang on, I'm gonna have a flick through the Wikipedia page again. That's oh, nutty. It's, that's, it's so the whole thing, like a whole stadium, like yeah, the, the field and everything. But, that's but not just that's not just any stadium. The biggest. Stadium in the world. What? Yeah. This thing is huge. This thing is... Hang on. What's it called again? It's called uh, the, the Philippine Arena. And so it is... Uh, 220 metres by 170 metres is the field size on the inside. Uh, it's 140 uh, hectares is the, the plot of land that it's on. It's something like 62 metres high before it gets to, like, all the seating and stuff. It's it's crazy. That is insane. That is... That's, that's massive. And it was designed by um, uh, Populous, uh, a global mega architecture firm des- uh, designed the... Uh, yeah, they designed their air like the this at their Brisbane office in Australia. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah, that's nifty. Yeah, and oh, so um, that's, that's so many columns. Like you got to support a whole like empty field. That's massive. Mm. Uh, the area has a dome over nine thousand square meters. Shit. The oval roof has a dimension of 227 metres by 179 metres, contains 9,000 tonnes of steel work. The roof was made as a separate unit to reduce the burden on the air, blah, blah, blah. Um, the, the arena is 65 metres in height. Um, That's big. So it's about 15 storeys tall. Building. And this uh, is all sitting on, yeah, columns and made of lead and rubber. Yes. To wobble around like a jelly. Yes, 
so that when when the earth tries to move up and sort of rise up to meet the foundation of the building the the, the rubber pads and 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 stuff just all like compress and then expand again once the pressure is off yeah crazy it it's ridiculous so i, I was i was originally trying to find um how the burj khalifa uh, manages to um to stay up during earthquakes but apparently the where it's built in dubai is not very prone to earthquakes although it does use a similar system to this so that way yeah the the ground around it can wobble while it stays stable hmm. yeah it's a it's a super interesting piece of technology that is just flat out too hard for me to explain because i don't know enough about the engineering aspects of it to, to get it to work yeah that's that is nutty mm. so yeah that's why i i figured it would count <laughs> yeah, i'll give you that one because it's moving on gyroscopy things moving in relation to the earth underneath it yes which is going nuts i guess yeah yeah very good all right um oh we'll move on then i guess yeah that's all i have to say i'm gonna send you a link to mine so you can be looking at it while i yap oh okay one sec i had this ready okay all right so mine is a office on wheels a little portable office oh nice two and a half by three and a half meters wide and it's basically a regular old little trailer sized office um, and because it's basically just a regular trailer, at least in the country that it's made, I can't remember which one it was, um, it can legally be parked anywhere. Oh, nice. Because it's a trailer. Um, <laughs> and you don't need special permits for it. It can just, you just plonk it, you just pull up, any car can tow it, it can go anywhere a car can go. And uh, yeah, it's a little trailer. Nice. I mean, this little, is tiny little office. Yeah, it's got like, you know, there's a proper security keypad in the entrance. There's a desk, a couch. The desk is also a standing desk and, like, doubles into, like, a meeting area at the couch. There's, like, a microwave, a fridge, a sink. Um, yeah, it's got everything your little office or studio or study would need. Um, and they've even got, like, a little off-grid version that has uh, its own solar panels uh, and stuff so that it can, you know, still be powered. Nice. Um, yeah. It's, this is adorable. Just, I'm really, it's awesome. really liking this. Yeah. It also is surprisingly big on the inside, considering how small it is. Like, you see the outside <laughs> of it, and it's just this tiny little cube thing. It is It is fantastic. Like, I love the idea of um, being able to just sort of drive that thing to some other city and just... And just work in that. Yeah, well, I think that they made it because, you know, renting um, office buildings and stuff can be, like, office space in a big building in the city is very expensive. Or you could just rent this and park it in your yard or Mm. park it out the front. Or, like, you know, you want to work near the beach today, you drive down near the beach and pull up in the car park and you can work near the beach. Look out the window at the beaches as you're doing your stuff office business mm. work yeah well and even just being able to like even just to be able to like yeah like just to be able to like hook it up and just rotate it so it's not facing the sun anymore 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to is super interesting. Like, it's a really nice little design. It's very, it's very neat. Like, in a sense, overall design. Uh, yeah, because, you know, you've seen movable houses Sorry, and, like, little you... mini homes that are in trailers. Yeah. Uh, why not, why not have an office that's, that's a movable little building? And so I'm just, I'm just having to read through the, um, through the thing here. So this is 80 square feet. So, uh, Yeah, I've converted it. So it's like a bit over, it's not quite 12 metres. Oh, it might be 12, 12 square feet, 12 square metres. Yeah, so tiny, tiny office on wheels. Pack it where you want. And a good way to, like, start your sort of, like, dip your toes in the tiny home sort of idea. Like, well, if you could just rent yourself one of these, see how you go working in one, and, and then maybe, like, commission to get one built for yourself. No, no, what you do is you have, like, a like a, um, <laughs> a motorhome, like those big mo- mobile home RV things. Yep. And just tow this behind you. Yeah. Boom. True, true. House and work. All in one. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. You're not working out of your home. You're not working from home, technically, because you've got a little mm. a separate office to go to. Perfect. <laughs> Man, this is super cool. Um, I just I noticed it's got a little sink behind the seat and everything. Like, there's just... Every time I look through these pictures, there's more little nooks and things to find. Yeah, I, I do not know where the fridge or the sink, sink are, but I saw where the microwave was. Yeah, now that's really cool. I I I very much approve of this. <laughs> ah, yeah, very good. All right, cool. What a, what's your third and final my, one, Cal? My my third and final one, um, is more of a sort of, uh, th- this this was like a a phenomenon that sort of happened, right? Like so it. Uh, rotary jails were a thing in in the US until relatively recently. Rotary <laughs> jails. Yes. <laughs> so uh, basically the way this would work, and it'd be slightly different for each one, um, is that there'd be sort of jail cells um, that uh, had, that they were all linked to one doorway. Um, and then so you'd rotate... Uh, you'd rotate the cells until the cell was lined up with the doorway to let them out for um, for exercise or whatever. And then you put them back in and rotate it again so that way they now their door's just gone. Like, they could not possibly escape. Huh. So, super interesting idea, but a terrible one. One that, like, was like constantly breaking down constantly like lopping people's arms off oh shit yeah and if you're like hanging an arm out or you're not quite quick enough to get in or something it goes wrong yeah well uh, it was as far as i'm aware it was like it was manually operated so it was more of a like if they tried to like have like get into a fight with um with their guard or whatever and, and somebody oh, wasn't realizing shit. what had gone on yeah. yeah, yeah. People got seriously hurt by these things. Damn. Um, yeah. So there, there's a few that you can go and like visit as like tourist attractions now. Um, I think there's one in. Oh, 
so I'd have to have a proper read again to find exactly where they are. But, um, but yeah, you can you can still go see them. Um, yeah, so there's one in uh, Montgomery County in Indiana. Uh, one in oh god, I can't even pronounce that. <laughs> so there's one in Iowa. There's one in Texas, Kentucky, Missouri, Utah, Colorado. Like on. Like, just the original, as soon as you said it, I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. But the second I thought about it, I was like, that's yeah. not efficient <laughs> for space. That's yeah. like, if something goes wrong, you can't get to those prisoners. They're just they're, that, they're screwed until you can exactly fix right. it. That's exactly right. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. Um, yeah, some, some people have died in these jails because, yeah, they couldn't get food and water to them because the mechanism broke down. Um, Man, that's just... Yeah. Well, and it it didn't meet fire codes is one of the reasons why they stopped um, doing it. As oh my god, you'd have to let them out one at a one time. One at a time. Yeah. So um, yeah. Oh my god. So it was just it was a terrible idea in practice, but so, like enough people thought it was that it was worth doing for because I think the idea is that you build like a sort of a, a round building in the middle of a paddock, um, and so like you could let them out uh, into the sort of the, the yard part from the center pretty easily. Um, and then, yeah, they had all this open space to, to have their, to have exercise and to, and for other buildings to be, but the actual cells were in the middle. Um, that's yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a crazy idea, <laughs> but again, it seems like something like, seems like something that like it has like a mechanical way of going there is no way you can escape short of like yeah like it's... kool-aid manning through the wall you're not getting out of here <laughs> but even then you might not get to the door <laughs> yeah true that sounds um, like a nightmare fuel thing like oh mm, yeah like you could definitely see like a horror film happening like where someone gets locked in one of these things and they've got to like hack their way out of it. Like they've got to come up with some ridiculous physics ways of breaking through walls and removing bricks and finding the mechanism to repair it enough to rotate the building back around to let them out. Yeah, this is just, that's crazy. Mm, That'd be a really cool escape room (laughs) that no one should ever do. a really dull one. <laughs> stuck wait for someone to come and fix the mechanism and just spin <laughs> it back out. Uh, um, I mean, but yeah, a... like, I'm just surprised at how many places had them and how many places. Because like, how quickly did we sort of come up with the idea of like, no, nah, that's not safe. <laughs> like, yeah, no, within like a little bit of thought. <laughs> but then, like, yeah, all these places didn't get to that point, <laughs> or at least they no, were all like, ah, oh, fuck like... them, they're just prisoners. Yeah. They're not humans. They're criminals, mm. convicts. They've lost all their rights to not live in a fucking death trap. Yeah, screw them. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So That's not not a great realize. deal to sort of say on these, but uh, but yeah, they happened, and you can go and yeah. see them. Yeah, it's a tourist attraction now. <laughs> they go get spun around in the. Spinny prison. Yep. <sighs> All right. Okay. Uh, so let's wrap it up. What do you got? S- 
Yep. <laughs> Set the scene for you, Cal. Cool. Um, the Indiana Bell Telephone Company headquarters. Right? Okay. Uh, it was built in 1907. Mm-hmm. It is eight stories tall. It is 11,000 ton. All right? Jeez. Okay, yeah. yep. Yeah. Now, it's sitting on a, like a square block, right? So, and you've got a road going along the top and a road going on the left, the, the right-hand side, yeah? And it okay. sits like in the top right corner. Okay. Cool? Yep. And like the... Um, I'm guessing the entrance is on the on the top on the top side, so the building's facing the top top part, north. We'll say. Okay. Right. The year is 1928. All right, between the wars. Right. All right. Now the Indiana uh, Bell Telephone Company is a subsidiary of AT and T. Uh, wanted to build a new headquarters. And they wanted to use the same block. Now this building they have supplied. Uh, a lot of like, I, th- I think it, it was the thing that connected all the telephones. Uh, and, right, uh, anyway, like the building was too important to shut down to build a new building, to demolish and build a new building. All right. right. So they moved it. <laughs> okay. Nineteen twenty nine. They moved this eight story building. Jesus. Right? They rotated it ninety degrees and shifted it. Uh, 16 meters south, so it's now in the like the bottom right hand corner. Okay. And it's facing the right side, so it's facing the other row. Yeah. And then they shifted it another 30 meters to the uh, bottom left hand corner of the block. Wow. Okay. And like. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not done. They did it all with um mostly with hand powered um jacks. There was Jeez. a steam engine that was used sometimes, but yeah. So each each pump of these hand powered jacks would move at uh, ninety five millimeters. <laughs> oh no! Um, yeah, it took them it took them four weeks to do it. Jeez! And the crazy thing, Cal. Yeah. The best bit. Yeah. Not a single day of interruption. The building never stopped working. Man. They kept taking calls. Everything <laughs> continued to work the entire time. But so, like, so there's people working in this building. There's while people it's working in this building while it's moving. Jeez. The sewer, sewage is still working. The phone lines are still connected. The power is still connected. Sewage. The water is still connected. Yes, oh, like, all the pipes were lengthened and made flexible. And this is the telephone coming in. So it had hundreds of telephone lines coming into it. Jeez. Cause I'm thinking like oh yeah cables and stuff like that like you can you can work on that like you can you can make these cables like yeah you can you can add to them but yeah hard pipes and things like that must be ridiculous yeah. hard pipes uh, oh, it's, oh. it is crazy Man, that is yeah. super interesting yeah um and I'll press send on this and if you scroll to the bottom of this article which will be in the show notes yep. you can see a little uh a bunch of images showing its progress as it moved and it's it's fucking nuts they had to build like a little um movable flexible sidewalk for people to actually still be able to get into the building this thing's huge that's it's an eight story <laughs> building it's massive oh man okay hang on i <laughs> jesus christ yeah they rotated and shifted the whole thing oh and that's, like there's like nuts. and in photos. 1929 and like these photos that show you the progress is insane. Like that's so cool. 
<laughs> it is absolutely nuts. It, and it's um, it's massive, and it's not like it's not like one big evenly distributed block of weight either. There's like a mm-hmm. dip in the middle. It's sort of like a U-shaped building. Mm-hmm. So like that, uh, how they p- applied pressure evenly in the right places to get this thing to move smoothly is insane. But I mean, I guess when you're working at you know less than a centimeter at a time, you know, it might not be that jerky. But god damn. Yeah, it's just. Oh, okay. It's hard you... to hard to fathom. In in my heart, you have absolutely black seasoned me here. <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> my time has come. I, I stumbled across this too. I was just looking for stories of like where they took an entire building apart brick by brick and then like just and rebuilt just put it, it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, but little did I know I would find one where they they shifted that. Although, oh, um, I was looking in the comments of something talking about this, and they're like, yeah, that's cool, until you hear about how they raised the entire city centre of Chicago. What? <laughs> I, I, I didn't have time to look up look it up, because um, I was just trying to double-check my facts and stuff. Buildings but that apparently it's some. <laughs> yeah, apparently at some point, the entire main area of Chicago got shifted up on hand jacks. Jesus Christ. Like, they did it, I think they did it blocks at a time. Man. Yeah, it was, it was funded by all the private property owners and stuff, and a few public funds. Uh, there's a massive Wikipedia page, but I haven't had time to read it, so maybe God. next time. That's super cool. I mean, this is super cool. Because, like... <laughs> like, because... Imagine, imagine oh. going on holiday and coming back and being like, and the, and the not things right here. Moved. And yeah. and you're like, no, 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 it mustn't have been. And your partner's like, no, it's moved. And you're like, no, you're crazy. Yeah. There's it no way they could have just oh. moved a building over there. <laughs> oh man. Sad, sadly, that building has been has since been demolished to build a, a new new headquarters. Oh boo! Um, yeah, they should have just moved it again. <laughs> They should have tied a bunch of balloons to it. <laughs> Set it free. Oh, uh, shit. I mean, if they could do the first one, that's, that's surely within the realm, realm of possibility. <laughs> I mean, because it's crazy to think that, like, this is a big company doing that because so many people rely on it. Yeah. That, like, that's, that's like, big business doing something for the... Like for for their consumers, that's so ridiculous. Like the the old adage of like I'd move a mountain for for someone because I love them so much. These people fucking did it, man. Mm. And they did it without the diesel or the petrol engine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They did it pretty much mostly by hand, by the sound of it. Oh man. And it, and, it, and yet. They can't fix your fucking trains during the <laughs> lockdown. Yeah, you call bloody A&T these days, asking them about your bloody broadband connection. And <laughs> you gotta wait. Uh, you gotta wait nearly as long as it took them to move their bloody headquarters. Uh, oh, bloody times have changed. <laughs> Values are different now. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. I think that is a <sighs> that is a tremendous closing point for this episode. I like it. Well, yeah. Thanks 
Thanks for listening. Thanks for bringing all your stories, Cal. Of your oh, trains. Thank, thank you, sir. I <laughs> here I was trying to trying to be abstract and trying to be interesting, and then you just went nuts nah, straight down the middle. Here's a fucking <laughs> building that's fucking moved. Uh, well, until next time, stay put unless you've got to be shifted around. <laughs>